This is Sports Geek Central, and I'm your host, Philip Carvalho. Oh, I love that intro. It's always fun to do. I hope you guys had a great weekend. It's uh, Monday, April 3rd, 2017, and um, I'm ready for this episode. Uh, week four of my Sports um, Geek Central podcast um, can be found on CastBox and Apple Podcast app. Uh, thank you for um, the listeners, the support. Um, I thank you guys for listening. Um, feel free to share this podcast to anyone who loves sports or maybe doesn't even like sports. Maybe they'll listen to it and they'll enjoy sports more. Um, so for the list of things that I was going to talk about today um, is uh, my predictions on the NCAA men's basketball final um, that happens today at 9 o'clock on um, CBS. Um, and because of that... Um, of the NCAA final, I was going to talk about the issue of the one-and-done players, the wor- uh, worst and best one-and-done players in college basketball. And also, lastly, what city deserves a team more than the Las Vegas, than uh, the city of Las Vegas, who recently, last week I talked about, um, are getting um, the Oakland Raiders. So, let's get to it. So, I said um, last week that I was going to start this thing um, in every episode. Uh, which was um, what happened on this day in sports history, April 3rd. So the um, there was four national championships, that um, men's national championships that happened. Um, the first one was the um, basketball championship against Michigan um, and Seton Hall. Michigan beat Seton Hall 80-79 in overtime. Um, the second one was the... Um, it was the UCLA Bruins beating um, Arkansas 89-78 in 1995. Um, in 2000, the Florida, I mean the Michigan State um, beat Florida uh, 89-76. And in 2006, uh, Florida beat UCLA 73-57. That was a blowout. Um, so, our first topic for today. My predictions on the NCAA men's basketball final today. Um, so if you aren't familiar, um, tournament, the tournament March Madness has been happening since um, my spring break, which was like March, I think March 16th, I believe it, it started. And today is the final. Um, the final four, obviously, if you didn't know, was um, Oregon and North Carolina. North Carolina won and beat Oregon um, and um Gonzaga beat South Carolina um both were really close games um sadly I was kind of a little tired for the Oregon game so I went to bed but I saw the Gonzaga game uh I last week I had predicted North Carolina win but I predicted South Carolina to win so I was kind of 50% right 50% wrong so um today's game um is against number 1 Gonzaga and number one, North Carolina. North Carolina being um, back again. They lost in that buzzer beater against Villanova last year. And Gonzaga being in their first Final Four and first national championship in school history. Um, I like both teams. I I mean, I, I had picked North Carolina. Um, but I had picked South Carolina, like I said, over um, Gonzaga. I think I prefer... I'd prefer both teams. It's I. I think once again it's going to be a close game, no more than 
seven, eight point difference. Uh, I'd be happy if it was a buzzer beater like last year because those are always exciting. Um, talk about buzzer beater. The um, although Mississippi lost, Mississippi State lost in the women's national championship. They beat UConn um, to end their 111th game uh, win streak. Uh, how about that? Huh? Um, you know that was. I, I saw the end of the game and I was like, "Wow, UConn! UConn finally lost a game." Uh, sadly, the Mississippi State lost, but I think that is a goal in itself to beat a team. You know, to be that team to beat UConn, I think that's in itself kind of like a title. Obviously, they wanted to win, but that's kind of sweet victory. You know, it's something that they can cherish, even though they, you know, they lost. Um, so my prediction: I believe that North Carolina, the North Carolina Tar Heels will win the national championship. Uh, it's going to be a very close game. Like I said, no more than eight points. Um, I think they just have a, they have a better players. Both teams have really good players, uh, really good defense, and they know how to spark. But I think North Carolina is really good at the end. You know, they're kind of clutch in the last couple minutes, you know, Coming from behind in Arkansas, and then I think it was what was the other one, um, Kentucky, and so I think I think I'll go with North Carolina. It's gonna be an awesome game to watch. I hope, and so my prediction is North Carolina. So because it's the NCAA basketball championship today, I thought about talking about my stance on the uh, one and done issue. Now, if you're unfamiliar with uh, the term one and done. It's when a um, basketball player, since the rule was put in place, I think it was 2006 2007, players had to play at least one year or they were either had to play one year in college or one year removed from high school. They couldn't go straight to high school like Kobe did, Dwight Howard did, LeBron James did. They couldn't go straight to high school, right? straight from high school to the NBA. So they had to go one year in, um, to college or one year removed, they can go to another country. Uh, like Emmanuel Moutier, who plays for the Nuggets. Um, so I was going to, I saw some um, articles by Bleacher Report, and I was going to um, talk about the their top three worst and best one and dones. And I was going to kind of talk about my stance. So, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons for... Um, why players leave one year after. You know, a lot of players really have that talent that they know, and a lot of people know, you know, they're going to be something special. doesn't matter if they're one year one year removed or not. You know, they have something special. Um, they were going, they, um, everybody knows that something is going to happen from them being um, one year, I mean, going to the NBA after one year. Um, Bleacher Report, um, the article, um, ranking the top, the 10 greatest one-and-done players in college basketball history by Scott Henry on October 4th, 2013, if you guys want to check it out. Um, their top three, um, their top three, um, players that were one and one, one and done 
was uh, Carmelo Anthony from Syracuse. Um, Kevin, Dur- Kevin Durant from Texas. And Anthony Davis from Kentucky. So, if you look at those guys three, I mean, of course, those guys were successful. Um, probably, I'd say the most successful from um, them is probably, I mean, none of them have won a championship, but I'd say Kevin Durant. Um, although he has gotten some hate from going to Golden State. Um, he's probably the the best one. But... Um, Carmelo Anthony, so was first, you know, then said Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis. All three of those guys are top guys. You know that there's something special. Something was going to happen, and obviously they did with, I mean, Carmelo being really good shooter. Kevin Durant, like, all over the place guy. Could rebound, could shoot, can play defense, uh, won an MVP, um, went to, was it? Two cha- two championships, or I mean, they've been to the the conference finals a couple times. Well, I mean, he has been to the conference finals a couple times, um, and then Anthony Davis, of course, uh, a lot of success, um, scoring, rebounding, defense, crazy big man, uh, uh, aka the Brow. Um, so those three guys, other other notable guys like um, Kevin Love and John Wall, but. Um, so if you guys want to check that out, um, just play back and you'll see what the article was. Um, so those guys are the best, you know. Like I said, you know that there's something special in them, but there's still a risk, you know. That's 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 the thing about one and done. You you know these players may have all this hype, they may be really good, but you know there's just one thing that could happen wrong, and because they went one and done, something happened. They got hurt. They um. They just weren't the best in NBA. You know, then they, I mean, they could go back to college. But, I mean, being removed, you know, you lose a lot of your, a lot of, a lot of your thought and, you know, your mindset. So if they go one and done, and if it's not a sure thing, and it's never sure, it's never a sure thing, you know, you don't know. You know, you think of like, um, and this also, this list also talks about Greg Greg Oden. Um, Greg Oden was a great player for Ohio, Ohio State, but he got hurt playing for Portland. He was a first overall pick, and you know he really. I I, I don't know. If, I don't think he plays anymore. He he. I mean he he hurt hurt his leg a couple times, and you know he just wasn't the player that he was supposed. To. He was a special player, and everybody knew that. And what he put up in Ohio State, but. You know, he had the injury. And if he had gone one and done, you know, you don't, maybe the injury didn't happen. But he could have had a better um, plan for his life. Maybe, maybe he maybe he has a plan for his life now. But, you know, things could have gone better if he hadn't gone one and done. Um, to go to the uh, Bleacher Report also has um, their article on the worst, worst one and done um, players in college basketball history. And, um, they, these players, um, a lot of these, I don't know. I don't, I mean, obviously we don't know because they were no, I mean, they, not that they were nobodies, but they went from being these hype guys 
in college basketball from going to nowhere. So, um, the article is um, is uh, called "Ranking the Worst One and Done Decisions in College Basketball." Excuse me, um, by Kerry Miller, um, in, on June two thousand four. Uh, 2004, uh, sorry, June uh twenty fourth, two thousand fourteen. So, their um top guy that was ranked um worst was um well, I'll say the top three like I said in another one. Um Jameer Richmond from Illinois. So um um Tommy Mason Griffin from Oklahoma and Evan Burns from San Diego State. Um so for San Diego State um, player Evan Burns, uh, he was, he declared for the draft in 2004 and 2005, and, um, so he never played a game in the NBA, he was undrafted, um, so basically, he got hurt in college, and had, he was dismissed from South Dakota State, the article says, for failure to meet his academic responsibilities, but he still declared draft. So a lot of these players, you know, they don't, they, they have nowhere else to go. You know, it's either, I mean, they've put so much into this, uh, into basketball and professional that, you know, they really have nothing else. You know, they, they, they put their, uh, their life around, um, NBA. I mean, being in the NBA and that's not a bad thing, you know, setting your goal for that. But you know to still you know ruin your life because ruin your 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 chances of having an education because you really wanted to go to the NBA. I mean, first of all, he got hurt, and then he was kicked out of college. But he still declared for draft, you know, and he didn't really have that big of numbers in college anyway. Nine point two points per game and five point one rebounds. So you know, was it really worth it? Um. Second was Tommy Mason Griffin from Oklahoma. Like I said, he declared draft in 2010. Um, is um, and but he never played a game in the NBA. Um, so in the season, um, that Oklahoma had him, they went 13 and 18, and he basically, even though having that, obviously he wanted to go to the NBA, and he. Um, he, um, told everybody that he wanted to go to the NBA and he declared for the 2010 draft. Um, the Blizzard Report article says that he was a great shooter, 42.4% from three-point range, but everything, it basically says that everything else he was just mediocre at, terrible at, you know, really just a three-point shooter and, but he still declared for the draft. And he just, he never, he never played an NBA, played, he never played a game in the NBA. He was undrafted. He put up some decent numbers in college, 14.1 points per game and five assists per game. But, obviously, he was undrafted. The first um, and worst um, one-and-done players um, from Bleacher Report is Jeremy Richard, uh, uh Jeremy Richmond from Illinois, who declared um, to the 2011 draft, who and was undrafted. 
Um. So, he would have been he would have declared he would have ended school probably what that would be two years ago. Um, but he um he was a high recruit. Um, Bleacher Report says, but um there I mean Illinois didn't really have the best season um there, but that didn't stop him. Um, that didn't stop him from um going one and done, and. He um. So it says it says I'm not sure about this, but Bleacher Report says that instead, instead he's he was less than a year into a three-year prison term for all sorts of legal troubles that began to arise shortly after he went undrafted. So after he went undrafted, he went in a three-year prison term. So you know, you see, I'm not bashing these guys. I'm not saying that it's you know it's wrong to go one and done. You see those guys that he, that had and these guys probably went undrafted and had these worst one and dones were good, you know were great players. But you know there's always a risk and there's there's always a risk. But either it's gonna turn out really good, like Carmelo or Anthony Davis or um, other players, or it's gonna turn out really bad, like Jeremy Richmond or. Tommy Mason Griffin, where these guys either hurt themselves, I mean, uh, get hurt, or they go to jail, and you know they they basically ruin their lives. You know, I understand fulfilling a dream. I I I've had dreams of of being great. You know, I my, maybe my biggest dream is appearing on uh, Sports Center as a um, newscast because I love that show. But that doesn't. I mean, obviously, I want to strive to be that, but you know. To you know, to do that where he didn't have the best season, and you know after being undrafted, he went to a three year, um, three year prison term. Um, it's just like, why do it? You know, why not get an education, get better at the game? You know, it's not like you know teams are gonna overlook you if you don't go one and done. You know, there's players like I've seen. Uh, remember, I think Marcus Smart. He did really good in his freshman year, but he stayed another year. He got better. Um, Buddy healed. Um, he stayed four, four. I think it was four years. So you know, it's it's at the same time. Yes, you want to go because right now teams are wanting you. You know, there's all hype right now. But you can get better. You know, you get an education in college, four years, and you get better. You're gonna get more playing time. You're gonna get. More seen because you're playing better and better. You're going to have more chances to play and show that you are good at college, in the college basketball. And then you'll get seen by NBA. But if you have a mediocre season or, you know, you just put up good season, but then you're injury, you're, you're injury prone, you know, does it really benefit you to declare for the draft one year after you were in college, wasting that, that free education that you had? I don't think so. Unless you have that absolute 100% no doubt that you're going to make the NBA, you're going to be an all-star, you're going to win now, you're going to win um, uh, uh, championships, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame, then I don't know if it's a 100%, you know, you have to do this. You know, I don't think so at all. Um, so, um, on from that. Um, so I talked about last week, like I said in the beginning, that um, I talked about um, the um, news last Monday 
that it was approved that the Oakland Raiders, uh, the Oakland Raiders were going to move to Las Vegas. But it was going to take about one to two years for the stadium and stuff like that. So, um, as of now, they're still in Oakland, but they're going to move. So, it's been approved. Um, and I showed, I mean, I, I, I still stand on my uh, argument, my opinion, that it is just a big no-no that, they, that they're going. That, like, I, I mean, my points last week, were, that it's just disrespectful to the fans. Um, you know, there's, I mean, all the reasons, you know, there's gambling ties to Las Vegas. Um, there's also already been a couple movings this year from San Diego and, um, the Rams last year going to, uh, Los Angeles. So I just don't think that it's right. And I actually came up, not not I came up, but I kind of. I also looked at an article when I, uh, from Fox Sports, and I kind of grabbed um, my, the, the, this guy lists um, the article, not only Los Angeles, seven other major U.S. cities that deserve NFL team by Nick Tony on Fox Sports, October 20th, 2016. I kind of pulled my top two cities that I would say deserve an NFL um, team other than Las Vegas. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm obviously, I don't think that Las Vegas deserves you know they you know they may have good fans they may have fans that are you know really want an NFL team and they're also getting an NHL team so and it's not a big city it has a lot of money yes but it's not the biggest city it's in in the middle of the in the desert in Nevada in in Nevada so do i i mean i i just think there's better options you know um the guy um so Nick Tony uh, I'll, I'll I'll list you um, the teams, uh, the cities that he put, he put um, Memphis, Tennessee, San Antonio, Texas, Las Vegas, Nevada, Las Vegas. So, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, Portland, Oregon, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and Oklahoma City, uh, Oklahoma. Um, obviously, there's some states that you know just cannot um, sustain an NFL franchise, like you know, um. Like Wyoming, Montana, Alaska. Um, but there are some uh, some of these cities that I think could really have, uh, I I really could have an NFL team. I think my 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 second, um, best place to have an NFL team would be San Antonio, Texas. Um, so. I think San Antonio, Texas, they really have good fans, very loyal fans. You know, you're thinking of San Antonio Spurs. They only have the San Antonio Spurs there, so it's not like, you know, they're competing. You know, obviously they're competing for the Spurs, but it's there's not like three other teams like like New York or stuff like that. There, there's, they have two teams. They would have two teams. Fans are loyal. The market is good over there, and it's in a... I mean a tech, I mean, yeah, a football rich state in Texas. The only thing is um in the article, you know, obviously they have to compete against the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. But I think that it would be a great market, be a great team. Uh, I had no ideas of what the team could be um named, but I think it would be a great city to have an NFL team and I'd love to see that. Um and my second, um, I mean, my, sorry, my first 
um, team that I would say um, could have um, an NFL team I mean, deserves it more than Vegas is Oklahoma City. Um, once again, I say they have very loyal fans. Um, they have there's a lot of success, like the article says, with um, the Thunder. Um, the Thunder have been doing really good since moving from Seattle to Oklahoma. Um, they're definitely there's no doubt about that. Um, and you know, again, they would have to fight with. Um, like teams like Dallas Cowboys and um, Houston because they're close to Texas. Um, so they say an article that says some cons that they have are that there's um, already some like famous things in Oklahoma City like um, the Oklahoma State Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, the Thunder, the Sooners. But I mean, I wouldn't say that's a con, really, because every city has that. You know, you think of any city, New York, um, Cal- I mean, any city in California, you're, you're going to have competition with colleges, professional teams. I mean, you think of basketball, football, baseball, college basketball, college football. You're going to have competition. So I don't know if that's a con. That's really just something that is always going to be there. So I say that's um who I think deserves a um NFL team. Now um you know when they said Vegas was going to get a team I it's not that I got mad. It's just like I was like, you know, couldn't there be any other team? You know, I I just can think in my mind. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a lot of, a lot of stories that have hap- that are gonna happen. There's a lot of controversy. I may be wrong, but I just think that there are other teams, like in this list, that are better, um, for a franchise, than Las Vegas. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you want to talk about size. Oklahoma City is small too. They're not the biggest. Um, San Antonio is 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 not that biggest. Uh, small. Um, um, that's not that small. One point four oh nine million people. Um, but both these teams, you know, haven't had a lot of football. And 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 I mean, San Antonio is not really known for football. Their last football team was the Saints being relocated, and the article says the Saints being relocated to Hurricane Katrina from because of Hurricane Katrina for a little bit. And Oklahoma City's last team um, was the Oklahoma Outlaws in um, the USFL. Um, so they haven't really had a lot of football in their city. So has Las Vegas, but. I don't know, there's just something, um, a feeling that I have that something is going to, is going to happen. Um, so I think that's, um, it for this episode of Sports Geek Central. Make sure to tune in, uh, in the, uh, uh, NCAA, uh, Men's Basketball Championship, um, today at 9 o'clock, um, number one seeded North Carolina versus number one seeded Gonzaga, 
on CBS. It's definitely going to be a great game, I believe. Like I already said, I think North Carolina is going to win. Um, some other notable, um, so baseball just started. Um, the Rays beat the Yankees 7-3, my home team. Uh, I don't watch a lot of baseball, but uh, I know that they played pretty good. Um, and maybe it's a sign of things to come. Um, some other notable things this week. Um, hmm. I'm not so sure. Um, I mean, the uh, NHL is starting to close. The season is starting to close. The Lightning are, my home team is making a, a run to the playoffs, hopefully. Um, also, uh, NBA is closing to almost going to the playoffs. Um, so, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about next week. Um, but, um, tune in. I'm, I'm going to try, you know, these next couple of, uh, weeks, try to get somebody to, to come over and help and uh, maybe interview and see if somebody is interested and in talk about any topics that I have and voicing their opinions, like, um, voicing my opinions to you guys. And once again, I want to say I'm very thankful for you guys. Um, keep listening, you know. Like I said, show this podcast to anybody um, that you know that loves sports or maybe doesn't even like it. And um, just uh, thank you for the love. Um, And I'll post this on Facebook to remind you guys that um, I came out with with this podcast. But um, you can view it on on, um, the podcast app on Apple. But But if you don't have Apple... The Castbox app on Android, which can also be downloaded on Apple. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you guys um, enjoyed what I had to talk about today, and you know, um, thank you guys for listening. Sports Geek Central, signing out. Peace.